0: Doug, Doug, I got of sound like funny. Tim
1: Allen in Home Improvement.
0: I wrote down, uh, you know, my line, Doug exclamation point, <laughs> and then in parentheses I wrote Doug question mark, and then that's exactly how you read it. <laughs> you know, I don't know
1: why that was the trickiest.
0: We always talk about our guest at the top of the show, but today I'd like to ask, how are you doing, Doug?
1: Oh, fantastic, sir!
0: Doing our guest great. today is an act. <laughs> 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 uh, things are good. Yeah, man. That's
1: good. Been in the middle of a move, but uh, you know that's always a good time. A move. We'll your move.
0: You're moving from yeah, one place just within the, the city.
1: It's it's. As far as moves go, it's like as good as it could be. It's like nice weather and it's just a mile down the road. But, you know, moving still sucks a lot.
0: <laughs> it's still getting all your stuff from one place yeah. to another yeah. and deciding yeah. which stuff is worth the effort.
1: Yeah, and towards the end, you're just like, none of it. Burn it all.
0: I'm right, done. you totally Marie Kondo all the shit. Just fuck it <laughs> yeah. all. Like, I don't, none of this brings me joy because moving is bringing me sadness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to I had to uh, you know, sw- change apartments at one point uh and uh this was years ago now, but I just went on Twitter and said, "Hey, you know, DM me if you want to come over to my place and take stuff." And then I just s- scheduled people times throughout the day and they would just come take take stuff. And yeah. uh yeah. you know, and I, I I lost most of my best stuff in that exchange, so I it wasn't the smartest thing, but it was good to just get rid of a bunch of shit before I had to uh, move it around. Um, but our guest today is an actress, and improviser, producer. She's one of the co-creators of the SF Sketch Fest uh, event that happens in San Francisco every January, February, in that range for like, it's like a festival that lasts like four weeks and it's stand-up and sketch comedy and improv comedy and it's a super fun event. And she's done lots of acting as well, including uh, she was a co-star on the series "You're the Worst." And her name, and she's she's the best. Her name is Janet Varney. It's <laughs> Thursday, April thirteenth, twenty twenty-three. Let's go to work. Hello, Janet Varney. Hello, (laughs) Doug's. How are you? That should be
1: the intro to the whole podcast.
0: Right? Janet's had the best response to that opening.
2: uh, (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and tack it on that song. Tack it on that theme song and uh, you got yourself a a little tiny cartoon anime voice at the end. It's just, hello, (laughs) Doug's. (laughs) <laughs> oh man thanks that for having is even me. better than the first one thank you for
0: <laughs> thank you for being here or there wherever you are um, uh, you're in the los angeles area i presume
2: i'm in the los angeles area i was in austin texas uh just about a week and a half ago so uh it's fresh in my mind it's such a great town i love it
0: what Ooh. were you doing in uh, austin
2: I was shooting uh someone's film, but that was in Waco. Um, but I flew in and out of Austin and you know, just like threw That's... a little time in at the at the top and bottom of the trip because I knew it would make me sad to, you know, go to Austin and then immediately just leave and go to Waco and Yeah, so just go to day. Waco.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no right airports call, in sure. Waco,
0: I
2: guess. You know <laughs> uh Doug and you know which dog I'm talking about when you I ask this question. <laughs> Have you spent much time in Waco? Because it was, uh, it was cooler I, than I expected, which surprises me. even I, Oh, that's now good to, to
1: hear. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've avoided it for the most part. I drive through it a lot, but uh, yeah, I really haven't. But that's that's nice to hear.
2: It's I, it's it's I think because it's in between Dallas and and Austin, and I guess evidently this. I don't I I I enjoy decor but I'm not an HGTV person but I guess there's a couple that went to Baylor University which is based in Waco and they came back there and opened like a cafe and a b and a like a couple of silos full of furniture and stuff and, and their names are Chip and Joanna Gaines names I had never heard before and then when I was in Waco I might have heard them 55 times <laughs> <laughs>
0: everyone just name jobs chip and joanna yes
2: <laughs> seriously <laughs> because a lot of being there is people saying um and have you been to the chip and joanna gaines uh silos have you been to the wow. Ch- have you been to the have you been to the i believe the the cafe is the magnolia cafe and have you been to the magnolia cafe and i did not do i didn't have a chance to do any of that but um but yeah so it's like it's it's on the map in this sort of unique uh hgtv way
1: Oh, They just took over the town.
2: I mean, I think people are just relieved that it's not now people can bring up Chip and Joanna Gaines in lieu of or at least in addition to, like, you know, David Koresh.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing is it's like some sort of anniversary of the David Koresh thing is happening. So it's it's come up in the news again. Plus, there's a another TV dramatization uh, called called Waco, The Aftermath. Like, like, like there's no math going on after Waco. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the numbers were there when it happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I guess as a town, they must just have such weird, you know, low self-esteem because that's what it's associated with is this one incident. And what does that have to do with the rest of the town? Really?
2: Totally. Totally. You know,
0: they're just sort of stuck with that label and, uh, you know. Thank God for Chip and Joanna bringing Chip some and Joanna changed everything. <laughs> Doug's.
2: Everything they changed yeah. everything. I kind of want to go to now. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. it works. And then there's this place. Um, so that's sort of like, and it's a very specific. I'm sure someone listening to this is is familiar with Chip and Joanna's uh, style, their aesthetic. But my sense <laughs> of it is sort of like younger Martha Stewart, but. Goes to church every Sunday and have two, at least two kids. Like that's sort of the takeaway for me. Is like it it feels very specific. Like you know, sort of a like a like. Hey, we're in the middle of Texas, but we're also kind of in Martha's Vineyard. And maybe there's like a sign on the wall that says "Bless this home." You know, but it's like a cooler. It's like this isn't your grandma's "Bless this home" sign. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right.
0: It's in a much cooler font. It doesn't it's look in like a cooler it font. Was
2: stitched. <laughs> it's in a cooler <laughs> font. And uh, and yeah, so it's it's just this very, very specific aesthetic. And um, yeah, but then going back to Austin, we I stopped at this truck stop that I guess is also very, very famous in that area. I think it's called Bucky's. And oh, um, oh, yeah. it's you know what I'm talking about, Doug?
1: Yeah, it's big down here. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's like a warehouse full of like beef jerky. I mean, there's a you'll see a billboard on your way to it that says explore the wall of beef jerky. It's
1: crazy. Climb the wall. Texans Texans just love gas stations. We, we love them.
0: It's yeah. so weird that it so, became
1: so popular.
0: Bucky's is all over the place so it's not just a Texas thing. Is that true? I think. I think I, I went know to a that. Bucky's yeah, I don't know. in You probably in, did. Uh, I think I went to one in Illinois or some somewhere like like driving to Madison I think there's you know it's it's between big cities, yeah, and then it's just this big city unto itself like it's hundred uh, I think I've been to one or two Buckys at least one maybe two and and it's just hilarious how you know you could just go in there and take pictures and you have miles of funny photographs of all like the hats with stupid expressions on them that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, it's the it, ones where they only made one because why would anybody buy it? But it's you know,
2: <laughs> it's just sitting it's there weird. with a layer of dust, but has appeared in <laughs> a thousand Instagram posts.
0: Yeah, it's really a, a real bric-a-brac uh, heaven, I think, um, going into Bucky's. But I have a pitch for you, Janet. Oh yeah, Waco Sketch Fest. <laughs> bring bring more light to Waco. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they deserve have, it <laughs> they, have, they have a thriving film community there I guess the Baylor and I will say because of Baylor uh, there's like the, I think it's been infused with some kind of young creative blood too um, so it's one of those towns that has like a lot of very differing communities um, and and so they're they got, I mean they kind the wrong thing going on they've got a film festival and right but it's not waco college it's
0: baylor like (laughs) they're speaking about it i
2: never knew baylor was in waco Uh and i've heard baylor my whole life you know (laughs) yeah no you're totally right you're totally right um and if i yeah if i if i liked hot weather more and if i didn't feel like it was the kind of slog to get there. <laughs> but unfortunately, I feel like you... I, there's like eight cities I would probably go to first if there was gonna has, be a
0: good. Has time. that been a discussion with you and your partners? Have you ever thought about trying launching a sketch fest in another city aside from San Francisco?
2: I mean, we've definitely talked about it. It's hard because you know, it's 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 so hard to put that festival together just in San Francisco. And I like like doing other things besides producing a comedy festival and it would be right harder and harder to do that stuff um if we had to do because you know we of course we'd have to do it like the exact opposite time of year because it would be too stressful to try to do it near the near the one that we doing in the winter and um the next thing you know i wouldn't be able to go to waco and chip and joanna's because i would just be (laughs) in front of my computer the whole time um but so we've talked about it i mean you know i think like places like portland and stuff where i just you know was so sad when bridgetown and i knew you used to go to bridgetown too uh benson like that yeah that, it was such a bummer that that you know when when those guys decided to pull the plug because it's such a great reason to go to like a very good yeah,
0: yeah you know I, and um a lot of cities now of course have their own i wouldn't suggest austin because moon tower is just a monster
2: yeah, it yeah really is.
0: That festival, uh, you know, you look at you need a magnifying glass to read the fine print when they I list know. all the comedians. Um, <laughs> the names just keep getting smaller and smaller. I saw like, the I poster. God, I'm i not there this year because I'm worried how small my name would
2: be. <laughs> I saw the poster, I saw your name is extremely legible. Um but yeah, it's it's a is is it two weekends now or is it
1: it's yeah, it's it's, it's I like think the twelfth or the twenty third. It's okay. like I think it's going yeah. on now until the 23rd of july it's crazy <laughs> it, it does feel like it's getting longer and longer it's crazy
2: moon tower in residence yeah they're you know they
0: talk about it year round they did it like only a few mo- six months apart but when they when uh they got to do it again after pando they uh they did a september edition then they still went ahead with the april one the, the next year so uh, just a massive undertaking and yeah. god bless them i say so how did how did uh you get involved with sf sketch fest in the first place how did that get started
2: that got started because um cole uh, stratton and david owen and i were or were uh and at sf state together and uh and along with our friend gabe diani we had started doing some sketch uh around and about the The San Francisco comedy scene, which was, um, you know, largely, if not entirely stand up clubs and the stand up clubs were great because they liked the idea of having non stand up from time to time. Uh, But that doesn't necessarily translate to audiences wanting to see like four college kids with like bad wigs um, changing on stage uh, (laughs) for questionably quality sketches. Um, And there wasn't really a place. There wasn't like a UCB. I mean, there kind of still isn't up there, uh, but there just wasn't a place to just do your little sketch 45 minutes that you put together or half an hour or a couple of of sketches to try out on like a variety night or something like that. There just wasn't really anything like that. And so in trying to figure out where to do stuff and um, in interacting with some of the other sketch groups, one of which was called the Fresh Robots, and it was... um, it was uh, W Jamal Bell. It was Kamau Bell. It was uh, I don't know why I said Jamal. Um, <laughs> I've only known him for 25 years, uh, and it was um, Colin Mayhan and Al Madrigal. Uh, so it's interesting to like see the non sketch careers that those guys went on to have uh, with great success. Um, And then like three, there were six of us, there were six groups total that we had kind of, including us, that we had that we had sort of been around as we were all trying to kind of figure out how we were going to perform. And at some point we were like, well, what if we just rented a small theater for a month and we all kind of shared the cost of that and we volunteered to like produce it and sort of do all of that side of it. And so we did it and put it put it together as a sketch fest. So the very first one was like a 90 seat theater near Union Square. And but but because it was novel, um, we got a lot of press coverage and and we ended up selling it out. And so that was really, you know, we sort of like we were like, oh, I guess we didn't fuck this up. Um, and then could we not fuck it up a second year at a slightly bigger venue? And so we just been growing it ever since. But um, but it really was like just as purely selfish. Like, how do we perform? Uh, and, and we split, we sort of split the time. We would like headline, everybody got a chance to headline with everybody else from all the other sketch groups and stuff. And then we would have like one night where we all performed a little kind of oleo of stuff. So it was kind of a great way to like foster more of a sketch community, I guess. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and we just kind of kept, kept making it bigger and bigger, but it's been very organic in that way. Cause there's nothing like corporate about it.
0: Yeah. And once you said, you know we'll have stand-ups as well as sketch then that you know made it easier to uh, expand quickly because there's just so many individual stand-ups that can just come do their thing it takes totally. less uh, you know getting the, the group together or whatever
2: totally totally and then we had like some we had really cool people who you know sort of believed that we must know what we're doing early on like upright citizens brigade came out and fred willard came out with like a group that he was working with and in la and then fred armison came out the year after that and um he you know he wanted to do music and that sort of broke open the like oh we can just sort of do whatever we want um if it's funny and it's good and that's yeah so stand up and then we started doing you know obviously ucb did improv so it expanded out quickly and now now it's yeah now it's like a real hodgepodge
0: (laughs) yeah which is fun because it's just all sorts of things and then You know, as a comic, I love doing it because I can just be a guest I can be on uh, other panels of other people's shows. And so we all just sort of, uh, you know, do each other's things uh, while we're there. And and the, the multiple weekends thing is great, too, like it. You know, I, I'm not saying Moon Tower should be a month long, but if it was, you know, you could just go for a weekend of it. Like as it stands now, you probably as a comic, you probably have to do go, go for a, a big chunk of it just for them justify, you know, flying you in and all that stuff. Um, well, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you before we get to the, you know, I guess this is part of the, the meat of it, because we talk about names on this show and. Uh, You know, your name specifically we'll be talking about today and breaking it down. But also, uh, sometimes we talk about the characters that people play and what their names are. And um, as a uh, regular uh, character on the show, You're the Worst. Yeah. um, My question about that show is, uh, who was the worst? Do you think your character (laughs) I mean, had a shot at the prize because I, I think she was pretty awful
2: oh my god I do think so I mean she was <laughs>
0: she was awful I
2: mean and I'll say she was awful in a way I think people who like the show are maybe like me the kind of people who would find her character the worst <laughs> do you know what I mean like uh, she's yeah. specific her specific type of worstness is I, I I feel like me and people like me, who in turn tend to be people who like the show, have very little tolerance for, whereas like I can sort of tolerate someone who's broken in a different way. Like, yeah, I I have plenty of friends who have uh, who suffer from depression. I've suffered from depression like I can. I understand that. I understand drug addiction. I understand all of that. I don't understand entitled, <laughs>
0: like,
2: closed minded snobs. Uh, and that is principally. What my character becca barbara uh barbara being uh, her last name um was <laughs> and uh and she was married to such a goober uh played by the brilliant todd anderson who i know you've had on various shows doug and yeah uh, he did
0: this show because you uh, know he's got that crazy thing going on you know because <laughs> of, sure because of sag he had to use his film name uh-huh. such a bulky name <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's but you know again that's like he's an idiot, but he's he's so idiotic that he's like very lovable and so yeah. So I think what what do you think? Do you feel like she? I, I was gonna, guy? I yeah. didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to come at
0: you with uh-huh. the character was the <laughs> You're worst. You're welcome to. You know, in <laughs> case you thought there was, she had she had her good side, but uh, she does not. I mean, I guess to play her, you have to just you have to feel like you know everything she says and does. She she feels it's right like you said, entitled, it would be a great way to describe her.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, you're like the best you can sort of give someone like that. And I was it was so crazy, like the fourth or fifth season, all of a sudden the um, the writers room had written this kind of like monologue, this dreamy monologue that she just sort of goes off on at some point where she talks about wanting to live by herself in a condo in like Marina Del Rey with sort of short lesbian hair, as I think she called it. Um, and it was this <laughs> weird moment where I was like, I read the script and I was like, oh my God, has this been going on inside of her this entire time? Because that was tamped really far down. Um <laughs> But it was cool it was cool but because it was like oh she does there's some kind of internal life happening here but for the most part i guess i just came at her like oh this is one of those people who does not want to look at anything real inside of herself like it's too scary it's too scary so just make everything about stuff that doesn't actually matter
0: yeah, yeah. and the you know the creator of the show stephen Falk and the people who wrote it must have really appreciated that you know uh you were able to you know lay into that character you know really portray that character no matter how much worse they kept making her you know, you know I, what mean, I mean yeah. like and then reward cool her by a threesome
2: <laughs> reward her with a threesome did she earn that threesome i don't know but she definitely yeah. got one
0: good for her but also <laughs> just just that her name in, in on your uh, imdb page it's it's for your character it straight up says becca barbara slash becca like you like played two different characters on the show. There was (laughs) Becca Barber and then there was just Becca. But I think they're just confusing the fact that probably in later episodes, the last name doesn't ever come up.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that's it's something like that. I feel like IMDb (laughs) is right. If I had to be the person in charge of cleaning up those kinds of things on IMDb, I would go insane because I feel like it's just there's just a lot of that. But yeah,
0: Becca. That's why they. That's why they just leave it. You know, I mean, that's yeah. why IMDb has IMDb Pro because like people's publicists can go in and and fix things like that if they you know really care. Yeah. But uh, it's still clear, you know, what they meant. But I was just thinking that you know how when people go to name babies, there's just names they dismiss because there's a fictional character, or or you know, or someone from history that has that name and is terrible. So yeah. do you think? do you think maybe there's some people that rejected Becca for their child because they were, you're the worst fans.
2: I'm fine with it. If they did, I hope they did. Uh, I, 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 no offense to the Becca's out there, but um, I feel like there's better names out there in general for newborns, for the new people we bring into the world. I don't know that we need more Becca's and I will always forever have that negative association with it. So from a personal perspective, just don't you know what don't name your kid becca it's okay it's okay you can come (laughs) up with something else it's just
0: a like i think it even when people say it when they are saying it in a friendly tone i think it the name somehow drips with uh there's just something wrong with it you know i mean like hey becca
2: (laughs) it's it goes bitchy so easy it really does does. (laughs) watch you're gonna meet somebody who's like this is my daughter becca and my son adolf
0: <laughs> I know Adolf really got ruined by that one guy whose last name I can't remember right now.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Found. Yeah. I'm also blanking.
0: Too many Adolfs that uh-huh. are bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it only takes one, right?
0: Um,
1: yeah. Okay. So... Donald's not so great anymore either.
2: Yeah, Donald Glover's <laughs> trying know. to keep it alive. Donald Glover's yeah. trying to save yeah. face. Yeah.
0: Also, Donald's not ruined. Be- I mean, we got to at least be grateful that, uh, you know, he refers to himself as Trump all the time. He doesn't even refer to himself True. as Donald. True. I mean, the Donald is another stupid thing he says. But but uh, <laughs> I-, I think they're probably still, you know, going to be Donald's out in the world thanks to the, you, you know, your ones that are really holding up the honor of the name like uh, Donnie Wahlberg is probably a Donald.
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably. No, it's Don Donwald. Don Wald Wahlberg.
0: <laughs> That's why he's a weirdo. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to talk about your name one part at a time. Uh, but we have a couple of warm up questions that we ask everybody that are kind of related to that concept. The first one being, what is your uh, tattoo situation?
2: Oh, my tattoo situation. Well, I don't have any name tattoos. I did- I don't have any tattoos anymore. I used to have uh, uh, like a band around my uh, right arm and when I moved to L.A. just before I turned 30 um, and started working, people did not know how to cover tattoos, especially like a very white person with a very dark, like solid tattoo. It wasn't like Uh a barbed wire or anything. Um, And, uh, and so I ended up having to basically get it removed because every time I would book something they would not want the soccer mom face I have doesn't didn't match with me having a tattoo and so they would be like oh we can just cover it, and then I would walk out to set and just have this sort of gray green smear on my arm. (laughs) Um, So I slowly lazed it off with the help of people who actually do that for a living um but that's so that's what i had and you can kind of still see it like there's a little bit of scar tissue but uh but they did a really good job but i kind of think i want to get tattooed now i'm like, like now i'm at an age where i'm like ah, fuck it like let's start let's start <laughs> doing it and then my skin will get all drapey and crepey <laughs> <laughs> who cares who cares yeah <laughs> so it's uh, yeah it's
0: a funny uh you know it's I, i've never made the you know taken the leap i've never gotten one i i, I feel like i never will but uh it's um the the lasering off you know it's like To me, it's similar to like uh, it feels like it's similar to like a vasectomy or something where it's like they say you can do that. But but what you're going to have to go through, what didn't you feel like lasering it off was even more painful than getting it put on in the first place?
2: Oh, definitely. It definitely was. um, (laughs) But I will say this. I will say this. I I did not know this about myself until I was getting my tattoo in the first place. But um, which was when I was, you know, very, very early 20s. I might have been like 21 or 22 uh, is that I do have that adrenalized response to that particular kind of pain. Not all pain, and I don't. there. I'm sure there's pains I haven't felt yet that I don't want to find out if I have this response. But to something like a tattoo needle, I have that rush. I get that that same rush, that endorphin rush, rush, which is what people talk about, especially when people who are like, I got, you know, I got two sleeves, um, because part of it becomes that feeling, and it wasn't like pleasant enough for me to be like, I gotta get a ton of tattoos. But when I was getting it removed, I would get that same rush. And so um, they loved me there because I would laugh uh, (laughs) through the pain. And so I would come out and people would be like, oh, it can't be that bad. Like people in the waiting (laughs) room would be like, oh, she's having a great (laughs) time. But it was that laughing of like, oh, my fucking God, this is so intense. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: But it, it, but so it wasn't that bad because, but again, there's like types of pain that I felt where in no way would I ever want that or tolerate it no matter what, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And you you don't know until you're in it, I guess. So it's, it's good to not, don't even need to explore that really.
2: Yeah, Um, exactly.
0: Have you ever uh, been in a situation where you had a pet that you were responsible for naming? Yes. How'd that work out?
2: Uh, Hopefully (laughs) good. (laughs) I've definitely had a handful of pets. Um, Yeah. uh, I I feel good. I I I think good. sometimes you know when you go to rescue they supposedly already have a name so Mm -hmm. like the husky that i have her name is whitley because when i adopted her they were like and this is whitney and i was like no it isn't (laughs) Um, but what can i name her that will sound similar so that if she comes you know that's like the name she's used to hearing so she became whitley and then um and then i have another dog named jasper and that's just he didn't. Uh-huh. He did not come with a name. He was very little when he was found. So, um, he's Jasper, and that feels like a good fit.
0: Uh, Jasper is a you know I don't you know I don't know what the dog looks like, and I already like it just because it's it's a it's a good <laughs> dog name because it's not it's not terribly common, but it also you know feels more like a dog than a person these yeah. days. You know you don't yeah. really need a, a live a human person named Jasper.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I was <laughs> going for. You can tell he's. He's friendly, maybe he's a little mischievous, but he's not a bad dude. Uh, Got a good (laughs) sense of humor. Means well. Uh. Means well. All
0: right, well, you've answered the pre-questions, and now we're already at the point where we have to take a break. But when we come back, we are going to get into uh, the name Janet. We'll be right back.
2: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. We're back.
0: We're here with Janet Varney, and let's talk about it. Growing up, Janet, <laughs> how do you, What's been your relationship with the name Janet?
2: Uh, I am just fine with it. I neither hate it nor love it. Um, when I was little, I apparently, my dad just told this story recently, um, that like, I guess when I was really little, I was trying to pick a stage name right away, which (laughs) is embarrassing on a number of levels, not the least of which is, I would love to be like, no, no, I wanted to be a marine biologist like all other smart children. Uh, but apparently I was like super into the idea of being, <laughs> being an actor and immediately wanted to get rid of my name. Um, And, and my dad, his, you know, his version of the story is like that. I, that I, you know, had written down some name and held it up and said, what do you think of this name? And my dad said, well, I guess it's fine. What is it? And I said, well, that's my stage name. And my dad said, well, I have, I mean, this is again, like a four-year-old. And my dad was like, I have a good idea for a stage name. How about Janet Varney? And I was like, uh, and then, And then the end of the story now is like, but I do get to see the name Janet Varney in the credits of things. <laughs> like, you, like, he, like it's a gotcha uh so my dad's very smug about that but um (laughs) but yeah so i mean what do we got we got janet on three's company that was uh those those reruns were happening Um, oh right yeah
0: so So that was
2: but that was yeah so there was a little (laughs) of that but but much more so uh would or and continues to be the case from time to time but a lot when i was younger uh people would just come up to me and start singing damn it janet from the rocky horror picture show which made me like the name more, quite frankly, because it was like, you know, it was cool to be associated in some way with Rocky Horror.
0: Yeah, it's one of the most fun, uh, you know, non-rhymes in the history of music because it doesn't actually (laughs) rhyme, but it
2: somehow works when they sing it. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. But the first couple of times someone sang it, I, of course, had no idea what they were talking about. And so I had to go through the whole, like, you know, going and get, having a V on my cheek and lipstick and stuff like that. But then I guess I was initiated.
0: It's a very, very catchy song. It's one of my favorite songs in a musical full of catchy songs. Yeah. I and um, yeah, she was Janet Weiss.
2: Yes. And yes. you could
0: not have said the name Weiss with more uh, venom and vitriol constantly. <laughs> and they just have a whole song about, damn it, Janet. Like the guy singing to her is in love with her. And he said, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just because it rhymes, I guess. But maybe your yeah. parents were, were they influenced at all? by Were they fans of like Janet Lee? do you think, maybe?
2: I That would be really cool. Um, no, I think it was more just like a distant family name. Like they didn't want anything uh, that was super derivative of immediate family, but somewhere back in the annals of some side of my family, the name Janet existed. And so they, that was something that they agreed on. It might've been the only thing they agreed on before they got divorced. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah. And my middle name is Maureen, uh, which is, which is for one of my mom's sisters.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. So, so no uh, Janet about-
2: Lee. I wish, I wish I could say it was, but
0: well, you got to put Janet Jackson like in the plus column, right? That's always positive to share oh, with yeah. her because she's yeah, a beast.
2: For sure. Only second to damn it, Janet, was Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, mm-hmm. uh, was, was the question that I was asked after introducing myself. And I would always say, you're damn right, or something stupid like that. Uh, so yeah, so the Janet Jackson, and she's, yeah, she's a very famous Janet. She's a much more famous Janet, much, much, much more famous Janet. and uh, And yeah. That's, I'm, yeah, I think that's, those are the only ones I can really think of. But Jan- I forgot about Janet Lee, to be honest with you. That's how little that comes up. Janet Lee is one of those names that is just, it almost seems like it's just one name. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if you were trying to think of her name and someone was like, her last name, I, th- I know her name is Lee. I feel like it would be hard to come up with Janet Lee because you're like, no, Janet Lee. Like John Hodgman. <laughs> like John Hodgman isn't John. I mean, I guess he is, but in my head, he's John Hodgman.
0: Right, because once it's you like, separate it, it falls apart. There's a distinguished fact quality to him that yeah. makes the last name, you know, make sense to throw mm-hmm. that in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, there's this old a- this actor I was just watching on the uh, 70s movie channel on Pluto, who has uh, always played characters that everyone was scared of. And, and his name was John Hausman. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, that's the first thing I thought of when you said John Hodgman. It's just like they always have to say both names with that dude too. Um so Maureen is got uh you got pretty good flow there with your name because uh it's all two syllables, each one.
2: That is another story my dad likes to tell, even more boring <laughs> than the first one. Even oh, I can't more believe I'm bringing up than dad the shit. first one. Yeah. <laughs> because my mother's other sister uh, is Marilyn and uh and they like that name a lot and they were going to do Marilyn and then they realized that that was a, a, a just a fool's errand because it had three syllables and they were like no no it doesn't trip off the tongue like Janet Maureen Varney <laughs> Janet Marilyn Varney garbage garbage
0: <laughs> Yeah it's really so awful No it's not you know it's it does the 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 triple the more syllables in the middle name does draw more weird like kind of attention to it. like I get the, the 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 thought process behind that but I I don't feel like Maureen was necessarily the answer either though for for flow
2: yeah I mean they
0: really should have gone with Damn it
2: right Janet <laughs> Damn it Varney
0: yeah it's <laughs> <That's>
2: great <laughs> I'm into it Ms. JDB Varney, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah all right so you know just uh go ahead can you imagine going to all the trouble of a name change for your middle just your middle name because yeah that's (laughs) the whole thing to change your name but you can change your name you know like that's one thing that's always been fascinating to me is like uh, you know i have at least one friend maybe two that went through the process of just like they have a stage name and they went and talk to the right people and you know got their name officially changed. So yeah.
1: it'd be really weird for the sake of this podcast if one day we logged on and I was like, "Hey, by the way, my name's Steve now."
2: Oh no. Oh, <laughs> my dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why, did you, why did you ruin our podcast premise
2: <laughs> obviously then doug benson would go change his name to steve because he's committed to the bit wide
0: world of steve uh-huh. it's easier for me though because i'm already steve's already in the middle that's my middle name oh really um, oh, there you go yeah but uh, yeah i'm douglas steven benson so i've always i've always appreciated the the double syllables uh, you, you know three it. times in a row yeah you get it uh-huh uh, what about uh, so you had fun with your initials, the first and last one, when you uh, came up with your own yep. podcast because it's called the JV Club.
2: It is, it is, and that's—I've
0: I've always enjoyed that name. It's so—it's—it's it's so perfect to to use that. It it conjures up so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, that that uh, that worked out. That worked out. It's funny that there are people who have known it or known me or both for a while, and finally put together that it wasn't just junior varsity. Like that, there was a <laughs> <there's an> actual <laughs> connection to my name.
0: People are still just trying figuring out Doug is Doug Lo- in Douglas' movies is me.
2: Like they're still <laughs> they're coming around on that. Finally, <laughs> I want that to be true so much. <laughs> oh my god you're a dog
0: yeah that's me that's
2: really um
0: funny. yeah but janet barney club would be a weird title for sure so jv club yeah uh gets it done gets is that, it done uh, is that an ongoing do you still is it still a show
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I will. I mean, I've I've been reticent to drag you on it just because I the more I like someone, the more I'm like, I can't ask her to do my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a podcast. Right, guys? Um, yeah, But uh, Yeah. I like to talk to people about their teenage years um, and that it's, it's just always there's never not something about it that ends up like being so delightful or surprising or strange. Um so that's that's sort of the the hook of that. Yeah. So so hence the JV and junior varsity being meaningful in some way, I guess, too.
0: Yeah. and Those the, the kids that were on the JV squad or whatever, they were uh, they were elites basically at the school.
2: I guess I did not have any connection whatsoever with sports. Like when people ask me what sports were played at my school, I have to like filter it through whatever vague memory I have of someone mentioning it. Like I never went to a game. I just didn't have any connection to sports at all. Um, it's
0: funny they do like you know actual events where people watch for all the sports in high school, but I can barely remember. I only went to the football games. That was the only one. Yeah, that was the only sport that, as a student in the school, I went and watched it on a I, fairly regular they- basis. They make such a bigger deal out of football than anything else. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I and I, I never, I never even went to that. I just did not have. I mean, I'm trying to think if I even knew anybody who played sports. I must have known people (laughs) on, like, track. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, because
0: people are always running away from you?
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) No, Yeah, because every time I would get together with someone, they would set up a series of hurdles uh, (laughs) between me and them. It was super awkward.
0: People like a good obstacle here and there when they're uh, dealing with others. That's
2: basically what an escape room is. It's fine. Did you have – speaking of high school,
0: at that age, did you have any – nicknames or were people just fine with calling you janet
2: i think people there. my last name is an easy one to call me by like people like calling me varney um and then people have always that have called me jv so there's definitely been jv and then my dad is the only person who calls me miss j oh
0: <laughs> <Whoa>. i know
2: <laughs> wow
0: does he think talk about elite a, does he think you're like a madam or something like a <laughs> <laughs> he thinks, running he thinks, a I'm
2: a, he thinks I'm a madam's cat. Um <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, that's been that's been since I was little. Um I'm glad that no one else adopted that. But uh but yeah, Varney. Varney's a good like, you know, I I I'm a Varney. Like I I don't have a lot of feminine energy necessarily. Um so I think people find find <clears throat> comfort in being able to be like Varney <laughs>
0: Yeah. And they also, you know, that's also a way to hide your feelings about someone by giving them a more like, you know, buddy, dude kind of name.
2: Maybe so. Maybe so.
0: (laughs) Maybe so. I'm glad to say
2: no one no one has ever called me Jan or wanted to call me Jan, except for Jimmy Pardo, who only does it because he knows I fucking hate it.
0: (laughs) That is Jan really. It just changes.
2: It changes everything. It's a completely different name.
0: Yeah. Right? Just thinking about Jan, Janet uh, as I did to prepare for this, you know, that's how I prepare. I think about the person's name for a minute or two. And oh. I never crossed my mind that anyone would call you Jan. You don't you. you to me you don't seem like a Jan no. at
2: all. Thank you. This is the like you know, biggest and Jimmy, gift you of could course. give
0: me. Yeah. I mean Jimmy has to <laughs> say, you know. Jimmy has to say like automatic, automatic teller machine. Like he has to say that all of the, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he shortens or lengthens everything based on Correct. You, know, what, you know, what he's trying to accomplish.
2: Correct. <laughs> yeah. And now he, 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 I mean, he just, you see him like, it's like, he's like winding up the pitch before he says it, just cause he's wait, he wants to make sure he doesn't miss a moment of just the absolute ire in my, the rage and wrath in my eyes. <laughs> he uh he basically rubs his hands together like a like a cartoon villain <laughs> so was jan on the brady bunch was that supposed to be short for janet i doubt it it's probably, name is I just think, jan I, well it might be janice but i just janice. don't think yeah. anyone janice. yeah i don't think anyone i just feel like if your name's janet you don't go by jan i don't know that could be that's unresearched that is unresearched opinion right there
0: Here's another unresearched opinion. I bet you the name Janice is less popular because of Janice on friends.
2: <laughs> you're right. <laughs> cause I'm it's, sure cause it's right. a
0: pretty cool sounding name, I think, but she's, she was so annoying and you know, she's still, the show is still so popular. It's so popular.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, in fact, I just saw, I don't remember why I saw it, but I saw something about like, I guess her daughter, uh has like blew up on tiktok by impersonating her mom's character on friends laugh because that was like her big thing yeah so it's it's popular enough that her own child is like becoming famous from it from impersonating <laughs> it how how meta oh is my that? god yeah
0: yeah i mean i guess her voice is already somewhat similar so she just has to you know do a laugh that uh is one of those laughs that it, it sounds like the person like if you said to the person hey why don't you change up your laugh <laughs> a, a little bit that they could you know what i mean that, that's always the weirdest thing to me when somebody has a really obnoxious laughs like there aren't enough people pointing that out to you yeah that you don't think about because it, it, it really is a, like people who go ha like actually say ha speaking of jimmy pardo
2: uh-huh. um
0: you know what i mean that's a choice that's not like oh that's a natural <laughs> laugh to have you know <laughs>
2: I think they would argue with that, right? I mean, they would say, I don't know. Yeah, it's it would be interesting to know. I wish I could sort of be a fly on the wall if, if there really are people that are cultivating their own laughs. Like they sort of come to the decision about what they want their laugh oh my to sound God.
0: like. <laughs> I, I did a, a series of shows at one club where this one guy would show up. He, he's a big comedy fan, so he liked he did, wasn't just a fan of mine, but he liked comedy in general. This was in uh, uh, Denver. And he would show up to my shows and sit in the front row in the middle and had such a loud, distinctive, always laughing when nobody else is laughing laugh that <laughs> it just would, I, you know, I'd make fun of him for a while. And then they'd have to call back to it when, whenever he'd do it again, you know, and and it just like, you know, he becomes so such a part of my, my act because I can't ignore it, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. and so so I. uh I said, you know, can you please just ask him to just, you know, that I appreciate he comes to all my shows, but could he please just sit like further back in the room so it's a little less, because he'd sit in a spot also <laughs> where he's kind of illuminated because he's right up front, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh never came to another show of mine again. Hates my guts. my <laughs> guts.
2: Do you think that that was, that there is this the sort of desire to, it's like the anti-heckle, but there's still maybe a sense of kind of wanting to feel a part of it, like wanting to
0: absolutely yeah. he enjoyed the attention so why why change the behavior yeah. if it's getting you uh, that sort of attention but yeah. you know the, the dozens of comics he must have done that to. it's pretty hilarious
2: man <laughs> and now he hates your guts wait do you know he hates your guts or are you just you're just extrapolated from the fact that he's never come back to a show that he hates his
0: response to sitting somewhere else was to just not attend the show it made i personally so, so don't angry. know that-
2: that does not mean that he hates you. It oh, might be that he's so crushed that and yeah. so embarrassed no. that he, he loves or you from he's afar. Incredibly,
0: he either hates me or he's incredibly sad about what happened. <laughs> either way, that's not what I'm looking for in a comedy audience. Member. I didn't
2: help at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't feel bad. I think you probably just broke his spirit forever. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> he uh, maybe you. you never
0: saw him again because he killed himself. You know, you never know. Oh, God, you never know, well, you know what. I Doug.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, maybe he doesn't go to any comedy shows. Maybe that, you know, maybe I, I should be considered a hero. Yeah, for ending his reign.
2: He's never laughed again since yeah, he said that he's never laughed again oh my god why anything is it,
0: why doesn't dale ever laugh oh a comedian one time told him that they didn't like his laugh so he stopped yeah he stopped yeah. for life that's he a lot of self-control anymore.
2: right there yeah mm-hmm. oh, now i know his name's dale i gotta keep my eyes open for him when i'm in
0: denver i just made up dale that seemed uh, like a good name for him
2: it was well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it does sound like also, an enth- Dale is a good, enthusiastic, laugher name. So I think you nailed it.
0: I think I did, yeah. I think that should be, should be his name if it isn't. All right. So let's talk Varney. It's already come up a few times, obviously. But the only Varney I could think of from the you know world and history yeah. is uh, Jim Varney. R.I.P. Yeah. Hey, Vern.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: and all the great, all the great uh, movies that he made. Uh, all of them. Yep. Ernest. Uh, <laughs> Ernest goes to school. Ernest goes to jail. I Ernest really wish Christmas. the first one
2: had just been called Ernest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, I know, and they didn't even do one called "The Importance of Being Ernest." Oh, that seemed like I an obvious
2: know. one. Obvious, yeah. Yeah,
0: but he went to a lot of places and did a lot of things, and it's always in the title. Yeah. So you know, because people don't want to be surprised by an Ernest movie. Where will, they will he be know going but in? Is where he in jail he or be? is it Christmas?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I can talk about Jim Varney. Uh. Because I know that speaking of Denver, my dad, one of my dad's best friends, lives in Denver. And when Jim Varney was coming up in the world. He was, it was, he was just on like regional commercials for something and mm-hmm. they, were, they were in Colorado and they were in Denver. Um, and so like everyone in Denver knew who Jim Varney as Vern or, or Ernest. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Ernest, nope. Yeah. yeah. Ernest. Yep. We just he's talked about talking it. To we Vern. just talked about it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so he, that was how that whole bit started was like in commercials, he would like show up and, and be in, and be annoying in this unseen person uh this world and p and people like loved him and then he ended up getting like a whole career based on that character
1: wow yeah
2: Yeah. he'd
0: just stick his face in the camera and they'd have like a fisheye lens and yeah. he'd just be like hey Vern, go buy this car like you'd exactly. just be like a pitch man but but silly yeah and then they started i think they started hiring him in different markets like i think he became nationally famous from doing local commercials in more than one market
2: yeah But he's supposed to be a super nice guy. People still ask me if I'm related to him in any way, I I have to say, not that I know of. Um, But my one, like, I think my senior year of high school, uh, I had a friend, still a dear friend, but um, she asked me. And for some reason, for some reason, on that day, in that moment, for the first time ever, I was like, yeah, he's my uncle. (laughs) and she was like no he's not and i was like yeah he is it's my dad's brother jim you know my dad's super funny and she was like no he's not and so i just maintained that lie um and she kept calling mon she would ask me to tell stories and stuff and i would just bullshit and come up with things and then finally one day she was like i want to see pictures and i was like and (laughs) this is very like this is very like casey anthony but i was like come come to my house then come on over. Come see the pictures. <laughs> and without any game plan at all, I like went and found an old photo album of my dad's. And I just flipped through until I found someone who was like so far away <laughs> that you couldn't tell. And I was like, see, and God help her. She goes, she leans and she goes, oh, my God, I can't believe he is your uncle.
0: What? Wow. wow. Just And that was as just long the as I like, of- let it go. Just the idea of presenting the event, like just ha- just it, like, it like just just showing it. I think that's it. That's enough. It. Yeah. That's enough. It's like when you take out your ID, when they ask for an ID, and you you take it out and start to hand it to them, and they didn't really need to ask in the first place, and they, then they realize, oh, yeah, this person's serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish
2: I could apply that same bullshit strategy to everything because it was so empowering, and uh, and and the the power feeling was just like so intoxicating. And then I immediately was like, "Oh no, honey, that's not him. He's not my uncle." Like, oh poor you, and she was furious. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't ride it out. Like, I only, ha- I had to let it get to the point where she believed me. And seconds later, I was like, "No, he's not." Um, but if I could have applied that to more, I would be possibly a psychopath, but I would probably be so much happier because that's that. I only got that feeling once. Like I'm not a great bullshitter and, and now I get why people do it and they get addicted to it. Cause it feels really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I and mean, it's just like, you know, getting, just getting away with it. especially a, a lie that's only going with one person like that. Yeah. That's pretty uh, hilarious. You know, like, yeah. Cause you know, you'd think you would be in situations where she'd bring it up t- in front of other friends of yours.
2: Yeah, maybe she did, but I think everyone, I mean, I just don't. Everyone would just that. laugh. Probably, like, no one else. Oh, yeah. yeah, no one else. It wasn't as important to anyone else either, like whether, you know, whether it was true or not, I think um, it just became like this thing that she needed closure on. Uh, and I gave it to her. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so Jim Varney, no relation, still comes up in conversation. <laughs> um, people of a certain age uh, and then yeah, younger people, people have no idea who that is. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be a really nice guy. Supposed to be very, very cool and nice guy. I
0: I've heard nothing but nice things about him. I think he's a funny dude. I just think he just got, you know, into a series of movies that were aimed more for kids so that it wasn't yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a good choice to play the uh you know, pa on the Beverly Hillbillies oh, movie. Yeah,
2: I forgot about you
0: that. Know, oh. that was, there you
2: go.
0: It was good casting, but you know, he just was he's just gonna be earnest uh yeah. his whole yeah. life. Apparently. He's dying. also the voice he's the voice of the springy dog in um the toy story movies oh that's right that's right oh wow yeah I So really somebody, has, somebody has to do an impression of his voice now
2: yeah i forgot about that too yeah 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 that's a good company to be in that's a great cast
0: <sighs> i think so has anyone has someone taken over a voice role that you've done has someone else had to do a basically an impression of your
2: not that i voice? know of. hasn't not happened know yet of. but
0: someday maybe
2: I mean, I'm it, for sure. If I if I die and there's anything I'm doing that anyone gives a shit about, I guess maybe, but uh, but yeah, no, I've never had to. And I'm and yeah, it's, I'm always interested when I get auditions that are like must match, you know, sound match this person who I guess was too famous and didn't want to do the movie version or the TV version of a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not like an impressionist, so. Every time That's those where, come through, I'm like, maybe I can. And then I try and I'm like, no, that sounds like me.
1: <laughs>
0: Tom Hanks has a brother that gets to be, uh, you know, gets to be Woody and all the things that aren't the, the the movies themselves.
2: Which is unfortunate for Todd Anderson, because I feel like he could very easily sound like Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. He's around the corner from Tom Hanks. So, Absolutely. If, you know what I mean? He could, he, yeah. he could be raking in all that sweet cash.
0: He could do a really good that Tom Hanks shouting voice. Yes, exactly. You know, like Tom Hanks always oh, everything he's in at some point he has to shout at somebody yeah. about
2: something. Yeah. Not dissimilar <laughs> from Nicolas Cage, who always who also has to scream or do something in which he yells. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gotta gotta raise your voice at some point. Got keep to. people awake. Got to. <laughs> gotta wake Secret up. Secret to audience success. Time to time.
2: Secret to success.
0: I keep seeing promos for Renfield, you know, where uh looks great oh, where Nicolas yeah. Cage plays Dracula yeah but it's just so funny how he's basically good but you know doing the same thing he did in Vampire's Kiss where he played a guy who thought he was Dracula Uh huh. but all these years later he gets to really do it it's so, it's so funny to me
2: yeah I just rewatched Face Off for the first time in many years Ooh. and uh <laughs> god that movie's fun it's so it's... stupid it's so <laughs> stupid but it's and so they're doing fun a sequel. are they really
1: yeah, it's like uh, they it might even be in production and they're going to it sounds like they're bringing both actors back, which is insane
2: oh my god what well a, they're both you know they're nightmare. both more
0: similar to each other now than they were then. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know now it's just two bald dudes pretending to be each other i, feel
2: like th- I hate to tell you this my friend but i think they might have been two bald guys back then <laughs> yeah. i think they've yeah, both yeah. been wearing toupees for a really long time yeah
0: they've both been insanely wiggy
2: they've both been insanely wiggy
0: yeah it's true especially because oh because uh i think travolta preserves it like would try to have a nice head of hair whenever he'd show up publicly in places yeah whereas nick cage was more like you know if you saw him just walking around he'd have kind of more normal look or whatever i think you're right (laughs) i think you're exactly right
2: i think i've i feel like i've seen i've seen evidence of that for sure Mm -hmm. okay so there's a sequel this is very good to know i didn't know that i was like preparing myself for a sequel that i wasn't aware oh, of but no, now i'm gonna be get ready
0: ready Can't to go wait. we <laughs> oh, love God. to give I our guests it's... good news before we thank uh, you before we wrap <laughs> things up and uh <laughs> this has been terrific um do you, let me one more quick question do you have any friends named janet
2: uh i do i have any current friends named janet i don't think so i it tends to be a for the most part older women uh, that I meet are named Janet. I worked with a Janet on a on a TV show and it was very exciting. And she was like this, like sort of a, I don't know if you know who Colleen Dewhurst is, but just sort of this mm-hmm. like Canadian, like could have been a trucker kind of like, there's these sort of like road hard, put away wet, like Canadian smoker women who are just, you know, like you you can, you know your way around a shotgun. That was the Janet I knew. <laughs>
0: There's a movie where Colleen Dewhurst ran a bowling alley and it seemed perfect. See? Per-
2: exactly. <laughs> exact. That is exactly the type of person I'm talking about. So I I felt like she lent me an air of like, you know, smoky credibility that her name was also Janet. But I think that's it.
1: Any any friends that go by Miss J?
2: Uh, thankfully, no. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, no.
0: Well, what would you like to uh, leave folks with in terms of, uh, Uh, plugs do you have stuff to plug
2: well first i just like to do some shouting so people wake up and realize this is the shouting portion of the show so that was the shouting portion you managed to
0: shout without raising your voice
2: well, I just leaned away from my microphone because I'm a pro, just like Tom Hanks and Nicolas Cage.
0: Um, so I'm glad we woke
2: everyone up and gave them the performance of a lifetime. Uh, no, you can you can listen to the JV Club. You can listen to, I have a podcast uh, on iHeart that's like uh, all things, like Avatar The Last Airbender, if you're into that. Um, it's called Braving the Elements. And then this show that I'm on with um, Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne is, I guess, think finally maybe going to come out in june uh and it's called platonic it's an apple tv show um so maybe that will be out. big question mark wow yeah rose <laughs> talk, byrne talk how, about how already has it. A,
0: i've been waiting for them to say whether or not there's going to be more of that rose byrne show physical on apple
2: yeah i don't know it's, i feel like they're not mutually exclusive like i feel like right you know what I mean? I feel like mm-hmm. it would be very easy for her to be doing both for that network. So um, yeah, I kind of feel like there will be more physical, but I don't know why, where I got that idea.
0: Yeah. I hope so. Maybe yeah, you got she's it. She's so great. Maybe Rory Scoville told you.
2: Maybe Rory Scoville told me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause it's fun to watch him on that show. He plays a character that's uh pretty, pretty awful most of the time.
2: Ugh, um, brother in arms. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> He's, he's related to uh, a backup probably yeah. somehow. Yep. Uh, Doug Millard, what do you got to plug, buddy?
1: Well, if you squint really hard, you can see my name on the Moon Tower poster. I'll be Moon <laughs> Tower.
0: Outstanding.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm only doing a couple shows because I'm going to be out of town. Uh, but I'll be on a couple shows Wednesday night. Come and find me. And then I'll be in Bloomington, Indiana, May 4th through the 6th, opening for... Dan Cummins at the Comedy Attic, May 4th through the 6th. Come on out, Indiana.
0: That club's super you, fun. Yeah, a I've good never time. been. I'm excited. Oh, it's good. good. Blo- Bloomington's adorable. Cool. It's just like a little, you know, you're just in downtown Bloomington. It's just like four blocks or something, and it's it's really oh, wow. cute.
2: Is that where Breaking Away was shot?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Breaking Away takes place there. Oh, and the, wow. the last shot of the movie is like a shot of the town square of uh, uh you know the credits go over a shot of the town square and the very last thing in the credits is it says filmed entirely yeah. in bloomington indiana like well, they see, make a big deal stuck out with of me. it that's stuck with yeah. me
2: it's it's i mean it's definitely a favorite movie but i did not re- i mean i really was like i really perked up i was like yeah. bloomington hold <laughs> on
0: <laughs> yeah and there's a bloomington illinois and a bloomington like six or seven other states but it's the the indiana one really uh really stands yeah. out nice um uh, Doug Lowe's Movies is back at Dynasty Typewriter in L.A. this Sunday, and then I'll be doing stand-up in Providence, Rhode Island at the Comedy Connection April 20th through the 22nd. Thank you, Janet Varney. This was so much fun.
2: Oh, my God. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Shout out yeah. to Dale. Dale, I just want you to know, Doug doesn't <laughs> mind if you laugh. Just let, You know what? Let yourself laugh for the first time in years. Uh, just don't go to a show. It's not a big deal.
0: Thank God podcasting came along so Dale can listen to my show and laugh his ass off in the privacy zone home and that's not bother right. anybody. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we always come up with a stupid, like, plug, uh, plug a stupid uh, pun involving uh, our names, Doug, because this is Wide World of Doug's. So that's how uh, I'm going to end the show and title this show. Uh Doug Fest, I think, is a good title for it. Doug Fest with Janet Varney. Fantastic. So, thank you, Janet. As always, Doug Fest. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dougs.